Welcome to Trader's Voice, a podcast dedicated to helping you eliminate market noise and focus on the one that matters, the voice inside your head. What's up, what's up everybody? Welcome back and happy Friday. Hope everybody had a great, great week. Mine didn't go particularly well, but you know, that's just how it goes in the markets. You're going to have up and down weeks and you there's really nothing you can do about it. You can only embrace and accept that fact. Right? You can only take it for what it is. And this is a lesson that I keep having to remind myself, you know, every day in my journals, in, in these podcasts. I have to remind myself that, you know, there's forces that you cannot control if you want to become a trader. You have to surrender and accept and wholeheartedly Embrace the fact that there will always be situations that you have no control over, that you cannot see coming and, you know, have not and will not see coming. And that's just how it goes. But if you are going to respect that fact and you are going to, you know, truly um, embody that that understanding, then what you're going to do is trade with precision size that respects that fact, you know, that that accounts for things that you just don't know and will not know that is going to happen to you. And this is why you must trade small. Trade with with a very very small risk unit because of the fact that you want to respect things happening that you might not understand, you know. Um just like how GameStop can Go to five dollars to five hundred, and imagine if you're someone buying at five hundred. Well, you're not. Hopefully, you bought a very, very small risk unit size. If not, then you just completely disrespected the fact that the market is is an unknowable thing, right? An unsolvable puzzle. Because if it does get solved, and everyone finds out about the answer and the way to solve it. Eventually, it'll unravel and become unsolvable again, right? <clears throat> because the markets is is the ultimate tug of war. It's the ultimate ultimate game of tug of war, and there's constantly new players coming in, and there's players getting wiped out. But is it is a, a never ending game? You see, whenever one side one side gets strong, the other sides get stronger. There'll be too start start to be, have too much resistance on the strong side, or or the the side that is stronger starts to lose its momentum, and players start hopping off on that side and start joining the other side. You know, it, 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 just like life is a never ending pendulum, it's a never ending cycle of of people getting in and out. Just like people getting in and out of your lives. People getting it out of uh, relationships. People getting it out of hobbies. Things change. Things move, and things are constantly, ever evolving, right? And this is why you can never really solve the markets. You can never have a hundred percent win rate, and you can never be one hundred percent for sure that your position or the trade that you entered into is going to go up in your favor. There's just absolutely no way to obtain that ability, right? 
So with knowing that, what's the alternative? How can you profit from this unbeatable unbeatable game? Well, then you got to look at the the offside, right? The 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 side where you could lose money instead of the side where you could make money, right? If you start looking at where you can lose money and start protecting yourself from that, you would notice. Well, frankly, you start losing money a lot less. <laughs> Funny how that works. If you start focusing on not losing money, then you lose money less. You know that just makes complete and perfect sense. But a lot of people can't get to that side. It's getting to that side that's a problem, right? Because a lot of people started trading for for a simple reason: it's to increase their wealth, it's to improve their their lives, right? Their their standard of living. So they are blindsided by that hope and wish and dream and goal. So that they they only want to see the positive side. They only want to see trading for what it can give them, instead of what it can take away. Right, and and they become blindsided to to the red flags that the markets give them, and themselves and their own behaviors. The red flags of their own behaviors. You know. And we're all all in this together. <laughs> That sounds uh, cringy as heck, but you know, we're really all in this together. Because if you're a trader, if you're really a trader, you are constantly in the battle with yourself. You are constantly in the battle, um, you know, between heaven and hell, basically between your your good habits and your bad habits. And every day is a new challenge, and every day you got to reinforce the habits, the good habits within yourself, and make a battle. To remove the bad habits from yourself, and this is not just with trading; it's not with just um, the markets; it's with everything you do in life. You see, but the funny thing is, if you start um, focusing on improving good habits in in life in general, in your personal life, then you'll start gaining the skills required to start improving on good habits in in trading. But most people don't even have this skill in life to to, you know,、uh, take a step back and look at their thoughts at a bird's eye view, you know, and observe, be an observer of your thoughts rather than a participant of it. You see. But、um, we're even knowing this, even knowing that you have the ability to. Control your mind and control what you think and control your behaviors. It's difficult, right? It's a difficult endeavor to to continually have to do that、um, every day. It's it will be tough, and there will be days where you fail, which is like what happened to me this past couple weeks, or past past week, and past couple days.、Um, I was good on my. My position sizing for most part,、uh, for for the most part of this year, but I don't know what happens. Maybe something happened in my personal life、um, that caused me to be derailed from my discipline, and I entered in a position, a couple of positions actually that is too large, right? The 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 risk unit was too too big compared to what I was been doing or what I have been doing. But you know, instead of getting angry and frustrated and wondering why, every time I get in these big positions, the market goes against me.、Uh, you know, trying to 
find people to be on my side in chat rooms and make Facebook postings about it. Instead of doing all that shit, I just realized, you know, I made a mistake. Uh, you know, I made a mistake. I shouldn't be in this position this big. What am I doing here? What can I do to get myself out of it? So I, you know, just got out at the next bounce for pretty pretty big loss compared to my normal position sizes. But it's it's turned out to be the the best uh, decision I've made because it turns out the market dropped even sharply lower right after I got out, you know. And this is where I can see that I have grown as a person and as a trader I've, that I can let go of things. I can let go of my ego. I can let go of my need to be right over the need to do things right. You see? I can observe my behaviors. I can observe who I am and what am I doing and, and see the wrongdoings in it and seeing what needs to be corrected and, and doing it and overcoming it. And I understand that, you know... I, even if I'm harsh on myself for making these types of mistakes, which I should, I should be disciplined for, uh, you know, doing some kind of mistakes. The the best way forward is how am I going to improve this from, from now on? You know, how do I prevent myself from entering too large of a position? A couple of things I could think of or I, I, I'm going to enforce is to make sure that um, I meditate for at least five minutes before entering any positions meditate and clear my head and make sure i really focus in on my emotional state right before i place a place a position and um we'll see how that goes maybe it'll you know be a good run and i'll I'll have success with it for a couple years to to meditate before entering any positions because Oftentimes, you would notice that people make buy and sell decisions when it comes to the markets based on their emotions, not based on logic, right? So, what you, if you want to really be able to overcome the markets, then you got to you got to be able to overcome your emotions and do things logically and objectively rather than one out of ra- uh, irrationality, you know. Um, and if you think about it, a price chart, a price chart is simply a way to measure human emotions in stocks, and especially stocks. Uh, not so much bonds and futures and all that, because those markets actually have a, a use outside of speculative trading, right? And so do stocks in a way, but stocks, I feel, have the most or the least utility out of all the markets, right? So the price movements are purely for speculation. And um, and so when you see or look at a price chart, especially a stock chart, um, what essentially you're looking at is not the health of the company or how... Uh, valuable the company is like most people think it's actually how emotional are the people trading the stock are right if if the the stock trades from 10 to 20 to 30 dollars and you know triples itself within two weeks then you can see that emotions are very high in that stock 
right? Very, very high. And you can you can almost immediately you can just hear and see people all hyping up and all shouting about the stock and all raving about it in chat rooms and and Facebook groups and whatnot because that's the only way for it to happen. For things to move uh, erratically and explosively and with an extreme amount of volume like that, it requires a lot of human emotion, a lot of human inputs and people buying and selling that thing, right? But again, why are they buying and selling in regards to their emotions? So when it spikes up three times um, 3x in a couple of weeks, you can guarantee that emotional and 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 how much it's, the stock is talked about by other people also increased at least by three three times, right? So if you want to again be, overcome the markets, you first have to overcome yourself and become the person that's able to look at your thoughts objectively. And with the bird's eye view, and and be aware of what uh, thought processes or what habits or behaviors are setting you back, and imp- implement new ones that get you from where you are to where you want to be going, right? And and if you can do that, you'll be better off than ninety nine. I would say ninety percent of the people, because the majority of people are living on emotions and living on instincts. Right, it's the it's the it's the far minority of people that are able to overcome their own psyche, their own uh, thoughts, right, and overcome their all their negative habits. Are the people who really run the world? If you think about it, right. But that's that's another topic for another day. And again, I'll I'll end it here. Thanks everyone for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.